Hey friends, it's Candace Eisner back with you again this week. And this week I wanted to give you a little bit of food for thought about this whole thing we call the busy season. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey, I hope you guys are having a really great week this week. As I record this, it is Halloween, if you can believe it or not. It is the end of October. It's very spooky outside. Lots of people in costumes already. Anyway, um, let's dive into this topic. Maybe this is a spooky topic, the whole topic of the, you know, end of the year busy season. <laughs> I feel, I remember back when I was a massage therapist, it felt a little bit spooky in the, in terms of the fact that uh, it was a little overwhelming. I don't know about being maybe spooky, but it was definitely overwhelming at times. So, so yeah, I wanted to give you guys a little food for thought about those next two months, you know, November, December, um, otherwise known as the busy season for many of you guys in the health, wellness, and fitness professions. Now, before I dive into that, I am aware that this is not necessarily a thing for all of you, right? I'm sure some of you, November and December, are kind of quiet, um, especially maybe if you're in fitness. Um, November and December are quieter, and maybe January is super, super busy due to New Year's resolutions and people wanting to get back to um, fitness after uh, holidays and stuff. So in other words, November and December are super slow and January is like crazy, crazy busy. I certainly have seen that at my own gym. So I have a feeling it's probably a thing for a lot of you who work in fitness. Or maybe for some of you in health and wellness, November and December are kind of quiet because, you know, uh, your clients, patients, whatever you like to call them, they get busy with holiday plans and parties and shopping and family stuff. And they're less likely to come for appointments and much more likely to Um, spend their time on those other things I just listed. But for a lot of us in health, wellness, and fitness, the busy season at the end of the year is a real thing, you know? Uh, I remember back in my massage therapist days, it would usually start in mid-October, sometimes late October, but we would start getting all these appointment requests. It was people wanting to use up their insurance at the end of the year or people who wanted to come in and get treatments because they were really stressed by family and life and all the things that happened in the end of the year. So, you know, it would go from being basically the pattern for me, for most places I worked, was um, you know, January, February, March could be fairly busy. April, as we started to get into nicer weather, got a bit quieter. May, June, July, August was fairly quiet, except for the people who I saw who were runners. Um, and of course, when I was doing pregnancy, obviously women get pregnant year round, but else to say, you know, it was definitely quieter in the later spring and into the summer. September was still fairly busy. And then October, it would start to get busier. And then November, December, I could not keep up most of the time. Um, I got so many requests for appointments. Uh, At some places I worked, they asked if we took like a waiting list. Um, Sometimes people would want to book four or five appointments 
um, and have them like booked ahead. They never booked ahead the rest of the year. It was only in November, December that they wanted to do that. And it was, you know, again, it was either because they wanted to use up their insurance or the insurance money that is. Uh, For those of you in the US, you're probably like, use up your insurance money. Yeah, here in Canada, where a lot of healthcare is um, covered by your healthcare, your provincial healthcare, those uh, types of healthcare that aren't covered by the provincial healthcare, which is still a lot of it, like physio, chiro, massage therapy, osteopathy, naturopaths, all that stuff, most of it isn't covered. There are like little specific um, instances where some of that will be covered by the provincial healthcare. And again, that obviously depends on the specific province since healthcare is. Um, not quite regulated provincially, but like uh, spending decisions are made provincially. Let's not even get into that because that's almost getting political. But my point is, my point is, for those of you who are American, you're probably going, oh, what do you mean? Like use up your insurance. Well, the insurance, um, the insurance packages that you get when you get a job often cover these types of what they call paramedical services. So massage therapy, um, chiropractic, osteopathy, acupuncture, um, talk therapy of various kinds, depending on the type of practitioner, all those types of things. Um, But usually the year is from January to December. So no matter when you join the company, um, your insurance policy is from January to December, and you have X number of dollars to use up by the end of that policy year. So what happens, as you can now imagine, is you know, November, December, a lot of people are going, I haven't used up all my chiropractic dollars. Oh my gosh, I should use those. And then suddenly they're calling their chiropractor and they're asking for a whole bunch of appointments to use up the money. And it happens with massage. It happens with physio. It happens with any of the um, practices that have insurance coverage. But the busy season also happens with people who don't have insurance coverage even. You know, I've, I've seen that happen. And that's because people get stressed out this time of year or people feel like they need to take a little bit more me time or people kind of get into that holiday spirit. They're already buying a gift certificate for a friend and they decide to book an appointment for themselves at the same time or whatever it might be. You know, maybe there was a, a deal at the gym on membership and they decided to join as well while they were there. You know, they say they're buying a gym membership for their partner and we're like, well, why don't I join too? Because we can get a family membership. So that stuff does happen towards the end of the year. And yeah, like, like I said, in my own experience, it got very overwhelming some years. Like I could not keep up. And by the end of it all, I was very burnt out and I was very exhausted. So one thing I think that we need to stop and ask ourselves when we look at this end of year time, is do we really want to be that busy? Do we really want to work those extra hours and be exhausted just because clients are, you know, demanding your time at this time of year? So on this podcast, I tend to kind of push you to think about things in a different way, because just because they're the norm, just because... Uh, other people in your profession do them or other people um, who are in similar professions to you, say your colleagues who are in, you know, related professions, say you're a physiotherapist and you're talking to somebody who's a personal trainer, you know, just because it's the norm in related professions or in your own profession, it doesn't mean that you have to do things the exact same way everyone else does it, right? Now, of course, if you have financial goals or personal goals 
or you just want to work a lot this time of year, like you are fine with that. You don't have any issue with that, you know, or you just need to do it. Like not even financial goals, but just literally you need to do it in order to pay your bills. Then that's fine. Like this is not a judgment on you saying, well, you know, you should do things differently because I said so. Well, of course not. Of course, I would never, ever come on here and say that to you guys. Like how rude would that be? I'm that's definitely not what this podcast is about. And if you are in that position, you do want to work a lot in November and December. Say, um, well, obviously, there is the situation of those of you who, if you didn't work a lot in November and December, you wouldn't be able to, you know, pay your bills. That happens in other industries too. Like for a retail industry, November, December is some of like the highest billing months. You get like the most... um, you get like the most sales, you get like the most income coming into your business. And it really like makes your whole year work out. And I get that, you know, I'm not saying, you know, oh, just ignore the trends, who cares, do what you want. Well, no, I mean, obviously, if you're in a position where you need to work a lot in November and December, okay, that's that's fine. All the power to you. I really hope you are really busy this year. I hope you hit those financial, you know, targets that you need to hit in order to pay your bills or do whatever it is you want to do. I also know people who were okay. Now, financially, they didn't necessarily need to work so much in November, December. But for personal reasons, they chose to do it because what they did was they worked a ton in November, December, and then they took most of January off as downtime, as me time. That's awesome. And if that's what you want to do, hey, awesome. That's that's a, you know, a personal, um, you know, vacation, whatever you want to call it, goal. It's a life goal. Do it. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. I hope you like I said, I hope you're super busy. But but if you're just working your butt off in November and December because people want to book with you, because there's a lot of demand, because you're feeling pressured by clients, because you're feeling pressured by other people in your profession who say they're co-workers in the same office even who do that and that's the only reason why you're doing it is because like there's pressure on you to do it everybody's telling you that this is what you're supposed to do but you're finding yourself super burnt out and exhausted and unhappy and miserable by the time the end of December comes and you spend like half of January trying to recuperate well you know what you have to admit that that is a big problem And there are two ways that you can handle that problem. The first way that you can handle it is to change your mindset. So you have to turn the idea of working on its head, working so much, sorry, on its head. You have to say to yourself, you know, I'm okay with this. Even if, you know, you're, for some reason, you don't feel like it's okay. Because if you're getting to the end of December you're, and you're feeling burnt out and exhausted and you know your, your hands are killing you if you're a massage therapist or your back is hurting or like whatever's going on. It's not just massage therapists. So any of you who do any kind of manual therapy or work hands-on with people, probably by the end of December, if you do that busy season thing, you're feeling pretty exhausted, you know? But whether it's mentally or physically or emotionally or spiritually, you're feeling totally exhausted by the end of December. Well... Change your mindset about it. If you want to continue to work a lot in November, December, do things to support yourself, do more self-care, get more sleep, go to the gym a little bit more. Like, don't just say, oh, I don't have time because I have to see another patient. 
No, like spend more time with your loved ones when when you aren't working. Like do whatever you need to do to support yourself. Get serious about time management so you're not as overwhelmed. Say you, you're the type that just kind of goes with the flow. Try to book yourself a lunch. Try to book yourself time to get the emails answered. Try to book yourself time to leave the office at a reasonable hour instead of staying until some crazy hour because you just couldn't get everything done, you know? Uh, Be more strict with yourself about time management. Do whatever it takes so that November, December, that busy time feels a bit more manageable, feels lighter, you know, shift your mindset from it being awful and stressful and, you know, yes, it's good for the income, but you, you know, it's, it's just... It's a lot. Maybe it starts out feeling okay, but by the time you get to mid-December, you're you're feeling extremely overwhelmed and wishing you weren't in that situation. Well, work to start to shift that before it even hits. Do the things you need to do to support yourself so you're feeling okay, so you can get through the busy season and, and be great. Or the other way you can handle it is you can take a step back and you can look at your schedule right now I'm releasing this podcast um, in early November. I think it's going to be November 2nd will be the date. So take a step back right away. Look at your schedule and decide how many people you can reasonably accommodate in the next two months. Like be be honest and clear. Don't go, oh, you know, I am, I'm in high demand. I need to book more. No, 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 no. Ignore those voices and say, what can I reasonably do as one person who can only see so many people per week, per month, per day, whatever. How many people can I honestly see and feel okay at the end? Yes, maybe you'll still be exhausted, a bit exhausted. You'll still be a bit tired. Your, your body will still be a bit achy. But what's the reasonable number? What's the number that you can feel comfortable with? How can you get out of that pattern of being injured and frustrated and anxious with and not work so much, you know, because that's the answer for you. The answer is not to shift your mindset because that's not working for you. Instead, and in other words, the answer is not to shift your mindset and continue to see a bajillion clients. The answer is no, I can't see a bajillion clients. I know I can't. It doesn't work for me. How many people can I reasonably see? Is it more than my usual workload? Is it the same as my usual workload? What, you know, what am I feeling about that? Decide on a number, both like financially and like number of clients, all those kinds of numbers, and cease what feels okay to you according to your own needs and your finances and your life and your feelings and stick to it. Stick to your guns. Do not stray from it from, you know, with pe- when people start to pressure you. Open up that many slots in your schedule and when they're gone, they're gone. Don't, you know, create a big waiting list. Don't let people pressure you into squeezing them in. Um, Don't work way more hours because that's what you see everybody else doing. Just feel okay with your own decision and go with that because you've taken a step back and you've done it based on what you financially can afford, how you emotionally feel about it all that kind of stuff. Because overall, what I'm trying to tell you here is you have the right to choose. You are empowered here. Empower yourself to do what you need, not what everyone else is doing, not what your clients are telling you should do, not what your coworkers are telling you should do, but what you need to do based on your own 
situation and finances and how you feel and your own mental health, because that is very, very important. You know, so if the clients are telling you, well, my previous therapist had extra hours over the holidays, why don't you? Or why do you mean you can't take me? You always squeezed me in in past years. Well, just be honest with them. I mean, t- explain to them why things have changed. Be polite and professional, but firm. You don't have to tell them the whole story. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you have to reveal things that you're not comfortable like tell or would be unprofessional to tell your clients, you know, because say um, you were like me and like sometimes you would actually feel pretty depressed and like anxious and just like mentally un mentally unhappy. Let's all I'll call it that just not good for a good chunk of January because you're so exhausted. You worked so much. You put so much of yourself into it. And like January hits and like you have like no bookings, which is or well, I shouldn't say no. It was never like that. But it's it was always the pattern where like, you know, November, December was crazy busy. And then January, there wasn't that many people booking because everybody had already used up their insurance and they didn't have a lot of money because it's right after the holidays and they spent a lot of money on Christmas and parties and da da da. So, you know, I usually go into a bit of a funk in January. It would not be a good month for me in terms of like my mental health, my physical health and everything else. So what I'm saying is, you know, if you want, if you're like that, or if you are at least somewhat like that, and you want to try to avoid that, you have to make the changes in order to avoid it. You can't just keep, you know, doing what you're doing and assume that it's going to change somehow. So you don't have to explain all that to your clients. But you can just tell them, you know, I, you know, this year I'm working less hours, or you can even not even say that you can just honestly say, I'm so sorry, I'm already fully booked. You don't have to explain why you're fully booked. You don't have to tell them it's because I have like way less appointments available this year. Like, no, you don't have to tell them that at all. You can just say, I'm so sorry, I'm already fully booked. It's honest. It's true. There's nothing there's you're not lying. So Go with what you're comfortable telling them, you know, without without going off into TMI territory, right? So, you know, still be professional and polite, but be firm with them. So that's my food for thought for this week, you guys. So if you find yourself at the end of the year feeling burnt out and exhausted, all that stuff I've been describing throughout this episode, you have to ask yourself, is the busy season something that I want to fully participate in like a lot of my you know fellow colleagues do? Or do I want to pull myself out of that a bit and go like, no, I don't want to see like double the clients per week that I normally see or squeeze people into time slots that I'm normally doing something else and skip my yoga class to see yet another client or whatever. You don't have to do that stuff if you don't want to. So look at your own personal situation. Look at how you feel about it, you know, in terms of your own internal feeling, your your self-care, your mental health, your physical health, all of that stuff. And if you don't have to work that much in order to, you know, in order to hit your financial goals, in order to pay your bills, then either make a decision, go, okay, I have to shift my mindset about working this month or working this much, sorry, over the next two months, or I have to just not work so much this over the next two months. And the decision is yours fully. And no matter what you do, that is your decision. Nobody can tell you what to do. Nobody has the right to tell you what to do. So you you make that own you make that decision, um, and see how it goes. 
All right, that's it for this week, you guys. Next week, I'm probably going to talk a little bit about uh, empowerment a little bit, but uh, from the perspective of the client rather than the sort of your own personal empowerment. I'll be back with you next week and take care. I'll talk with you then. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that, I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table, click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Um, Happy Little Biz is my username. Or, of course, you can head over to my website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.